Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Uh, on today's show, we're going to look at what a number of states are doing uh, dealing with the issue of abortion, and specifically one that wants to go counter to the state of California. I think you'll find that encouraging. <laughs> to talk about that and many other case matters and, and issues we have with us here this morning, a constitutional law attorney, uh, Michael Peffer, who heads up the Southern California office for Pacific Justice Institute, PJI. That's right. Welcome, Michael. This last Sunday, I got to guest preach at a church. It was a four-square church in uh, Southern California. And of course, I'll fly anywhere to preach the gospel for free. That's right. Uh, But I got to preach the gospel. Uh, They had a a larger attendance. A lot of visitors came. And uh, it was about, uh, it it wasn't a a huge congregation. It was about 100, I guess. Yeah. Normally have about 75. And uh, I gave the altar call. I gave the sermon that I give uh, right now at a Second Timothy chapter three. Shared the gospel real clearly. Uh, led them in the sinner's prayer. And afterwards, I says, uh, "If you just pray that prayer right now, will you just raise your hand, and so we can welcome you into God's family?" Yeah. Anyone pray that prayer here this morning? Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Praise oh, God! Praise wow, God! The Holy good. Spirit moved, nice. and Very I would cool. I'd say ten or twelve people. Hands went up, which so is cool. quite a few for such a, a, a relatively, for that size of a congregation. I was so encouraged to see how God moved and worked. And I, people say, well, why are they talking about that? And, and you know, we should be talking about cases and what's going to happen to tomorrow's election, etc. I say this because we need to remember as Christians, the only way, folks, this nation is going to be turned around That's in right. the long run is if people come to Jesus mm-hmm. and become followers of Jesus, or are disciple to be followers of Jesus. That's, that's the, the formula. There's not another backup plan to bring America back to the, to the Lord and to righteousness and righteous policies. In the long run, that's what it is. It's a spiritual war. Yeah. And we at Pacific Justice, we address a lot of issues dealing with the spiritual warfare. And going on to enabling people to share the gospel in public places and in the workplace and in schools and other forums. And, but at the end of the day, the net touchdown for the kingdom in the long term is people coming to Christ and being discipled followers of Christ. Yes. And we get that Absolutely. as an organization. We're not just about the law. We see the big picture and we incorporate that into everything we do as a legal organization. Absolutely. We depend wholly upon the grace and, and mercy of Jesus. Teasing a point, this Thursday, we're going to talk about a story that proves what you just said about how we need to come to Jesus. That's the solution. That's the answer to our problems. And we've got a pretty cool story mm-hmm. for uh, folks on Thursday. You're right. And also, we're going to reveal the blueprint where in Scripture there is an actual blueprint that's right on how to implement that effectively that's been proven over time 
Uh, we're going to talk about that on Thursday yes. as well, the, uh, the blueprint, uh, the scriptural blueprint, which I uh, love to, to cover at, at churches. Yeah. So uh, we see a lot of crises happening across America. We have yeah. a lot of you know, challenges happening. And one of the greatest challenges are dealing with teens in crisis. Suicides yes. have increased dramatically, particularly in cities like Los Angeles and states that are blue states that have been so oppressive with youth and making them not go back to school and wear masks and yes. isolate them, as well as giving them uh, evil instruction, uh, challenging who, uh, uh, who God made them to be, for example, uh, deal with the LGBT. We've seen a direct correlation with these factors and the sharp increase in suicide. Well, I understand that there's a teen crisis hotline that is unfortunately adding potentially to this uh, negative uh, net result in, in, in uh, damaging the lives of teenagers. What hotline are we talking about? Why should people be concerned? Absolutely. We have a teacher who's, we, we depend on her a lot for news. She, she's very involved. She's on our side. And she's in the Santa Ana Unified School District. And she points out that there is a the Orange County Crisis Prevention Hotline with the Santa Ana Unified School District. And it, 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 it's advertised, we care, get help. But she texted them, this teacher texted them and told them that uh, she wanted to identify as a vampire cat. Yeah, yes, you heard that right. A vampire cat. That's what she said she wanted to identify. So the student as. called and said that they want to identify as a vampire cat. No, the teacher did the in testing teacher, out this line, yes. In, te in testing out the line with a student? No, no. What happened is she had heard that they were really radical, that this thing was. So she figured, I'm going to try this out. Oh, so the teacher so called and testified it. it. Okay, as yes. if it was a, a child. As if she was Saying a child. that they were going to, that she was a vampire cat. Cat. A vampire cat. Like meow. Yeah. Okay, I just, I just <laughs> want to make sure I get this straight. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then the person on the crisis hotline presumably would say, say no um you know you're, you're not a vampire cat and we'd be yeah. happy to get you counseling uh you know there's there's good news about who you are and we'd love for you to discover that and and that's not what was said was it no not at all in well, fact they, yeah they affirmed her identity that this the, the person on the other line affirmed her identity said, yes you're, yeah. you're a wonderful vampire cat and that's i value right. you as a vampire cat isn't it cool that you're a vampire cat <laughs> you know and, and there's a lot of this animal welcome stuff to, going Welcome on. to California, folks. Yeah, exactly. If you're out there we're thinking about moving to California. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This yeah, is the exactly. Santa Ana Unified, uh, Unified School District, which is very, very liberal. Yeah. And uh, they put in all kinds of garbage <laughs> because so many of the families in Santa Ana have parents who don't speak English. They yes. are, they've migrated from uh, Latin American-speaking countries, Spanish-speaking countries. Right. And they get away with a lot of this stuff because the parents have no idea what's going on. I think that's been a real problem with the Santa Ana Unified School District. The school board members, majority, have anything but a biblical worldview. They're not on the same line of, of what the parents and their perspectives. Uh, so they're pulling, trying to pull off this, this terrible hotline. Um, this is disturbing because these yeah. kids need quality hotline help. They're pending suicide. They need assistance yes. from someone who really loves them and really cares for them. Someone affirming them as a vampire cat or whatever their dysphoria may be, uh, you know, the opposite gender, for example, 
that's not loving these these kids. Kids who yeah. have who have gender identity dysphoria, their suicide rate does not decrease no. um, by them being affirmed into that and, and being you know, promoted to change their gender. Not it doesn't go down at all. If anything, it goes up. That's what the studies show. Yes, absolutely. So this is inhumane. This is cruel. Um, you know, Michael, I think the big question that many parents have then is, you know, what is a good hotline? Yeah. Uh, you know, where, what should we promote? What is out there that would be uh, positive and, you know, assisting, you know, people? Uh, you know, how should they search for, for a hotline in their community and yeah. in, in, in their area? Yeah, I think that this re really requires that parents take a couple extra steps. What they need to do is, first of all, be aware of this problem. Because in this particular one, they actually referred this person, a teacher, ostensibly a young person, though, uh, to a, a gender identity resources from Planned Parenthood. Oh, good night. So Good night. You, Planned Parenthood? Yes. So that's what Santa Ana Unified School District is, is all about. That's their agenda for these, right. for these kids in crises. Yeah. Good so, night. So people need to make, do some research. There are righteous crisis hotlines. People need to discuss this with their kids anyway about what to do if they're feeling a crisis or things like that. Find one that's worth it. Find one that, that actually maybe even has some values attached to it. Uh, and there, I'm sure they are out there. But for whatever area a person's in, it, I think it's important to understand this, that this is a direct battle against kids. And uh, it's, it's got to stop. It just has to stop. Somebody, somewhere, somehow, we've got to put a stop to this. Yeah, and uh, I encourage people to, um, like I say, you know, talk to their pastor, find out information about that. Um, also, I, I encourage pastors out there to, uh, to find hotlines that you agree with. Let your church know Good about idea. it. Let your parents know about it. And the youth and the youth department, let them know about it. Uh, but also, to be there for the youth... And, of course, that's the first line right there is that right. for parents to be there and for the youth ministers, youth pastors to be there, uh, but also have uh, sources that they can refer them to with, that are trained, that care. Surely not Planned Parenthood yeah. and surely not this, uh, this hotline of the um, Orange County, you know, the crisis prevention hotline. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, I would like to say it's a joke, but there's nothing funny about what they're doing. Nothing at all. Um, and we need to be, uh, be outspoken about that. Um, definitely, definitely. Did you know that PJI defends pastors and their churches free of charge while also providing valuable resources to help protect the church from the encroachment of government? Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now back to the Dacus Report. Do that. And I know we at Pacific Justice Institute have defended many pro-life clinics when they're attacked and they're challenged. Uh, we've uh, worked hard. We've actually we've gone, to, gone to bat against Planned Parenthood. Uh, one of those were shut down in Northern California because of our litigation. Uh, we have a lawsuit dealing with Planned Parenthood up in Washington State right now. Tracy Trivett's doing a great job on that case. Yes. She heads up our office up there in Washington State. Um, but yet we also have uh, entities that are going against crisis pregnancy centers. I understand there was a doctor that had the audacity to compare crisis pregnancy centers with terrorists. 
yeah. uh, during a Democrat-led hearing. Yeah. Really? Crisis pregnancy centers are terrorists? It's like, it's like uh, saying, uh, like we've heard before recently, you know, this election, if, if Republicans win, it's, it's going to end democracy. It's like, wait a minute, where, where's truth and logic here? Yeah, exactly. So, so tell me more about this, this doctor that's decided to pronounce crisis pregnancy centers terrorists. Yeah. And if there was ever a reason to be suspect about the pro-death lobby, it's these kinds of things that happen. They have actually gone insane post Roe v. Wade, post Dobbs. And um, here, a University of Pennsylvania doctor appeared at, at to, uh, she, she compared crisis pregnancy centers to terrorists during a hearing um, in uh, accusing the pro-life centers of harming and targeting mothers. Wait a minute. The pro-death the, 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 the pro Planned Parenthood, they target the mothers and the children that they bear. This yeah. makes no sense. This is a pure throw some dirt in the air and see what sticks because people are not paying attention. Hope That's what they hope. I'm, I'm hoping that people this election are paying attention to what, what is truth. Yes. Um, commercials that say, yes, and Biden has, has, has been fighting inflation. What are you talking about? His policies printed dollars and monies and created the, the inflation. Exactly. Um, you know, people say, well, Trump, yeah, so, yeah, during the crises and all business were shut down. There was more of a ration, rationale for that. Yeah. I don't, you know, looking back, hopefully we've learned from that as far as policies. Yes, but then when we had low unemployment and everyone's able to work, we just start giving out money. And then we continue to pay for people not to work, but to stay, stay at home and not work, even though it's safe to work. Yes. That was insane. And then just you know, trying to get rid of, uh, young, uh, educated people's obligation to pay for student loans that they took on. Um, and these kids are going to have a higher income than, than those people who couldn't afford to go to college or didn't have the skill set, whatever, to, to go to college. So we just see, see a, there's a lot of injustice causing a lot of things like inflation, and yet we have the reverse being told. In the same way, uh, we have the reverse being told here, accusing crisis pregnancy centers, the most loving, caring institutions and treating them like terrorists. I think people are really being fed up with this reversal of truth. Yes. This is a George Orwellian saying something means something when actually it means the opposite. That's right. And uh, uh, Alexis Sneller, the policy analyst for uh, P uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute, said, um, uh, while pregnancy centers are providing critical service to tens of thousands of women and families in Pennsylvania, they're now also facing unprecedented attacks by the pro-abortion lobby, the pro-baby killers. Are, have no, they, no, no problem, we're gonna attack these clinics. Yeah, and we have, in California, we have a, uh, a case matter we're dealing with right That's now, right. where the California Attorney General, right now, is engaged in a witch hunt to try to shut down the two largest pro-life crisis pregnancy centers uh, and they don't, they have nothing on these centers. They're doing a, a witch hunt. They're sending out subpoenas, trying to get documents, information, just on a witch hunt. Exactly. To find some justification to shut down these crisis pregnancy centers that are helping, helping women in crises and saving the lives of hundreds, thousands, probably, of, of precious preborn babies. Absolutely. That's how evil, that's how evil um, that uh, these, these politicians are and, and what they're trying to do. And, 
once again, just another reason for people to vote. I can't say it enough. I'm yeah. saying it a lot, but I can't say it enough. Brett, I, I, w I wondered if you could add a little bit to you, the, what you talked about in the first half hour about you preaching at churches. I think people might be surprised that you go to churches and preach um, on Sundays. Uh, how, do, how could a church get that you to come to their church and, and do the same thing? Yeah, well, first off, I never charge. There's no honorarium required, no, no love offering required, uh, nothing. Uh, I'll even pay for my own travel, my own ho uh, hotel. Um, so that may be one reason why I get invited. But <laughs> uh, another is that I preach from the Word, yeah. uh, expository. And um, right now it's, it's 2 Timothy chapter 3, and there's some other passages I also will, will, will uh, focus on in the future um, as I feel led. But... Um, I like to, to preach the gospel and apply the word to the challenges of the day and so that we as Christians can be sharp in our application of the word yeah. and living our faith and, and equipped in also uh, knowing of others who are rising to these challenges. And, uh, and of course, my favorite part of the message is, is sharing the gospel. And I love being an evangelist. I love seeing people come to Jesus. Yes. Now, almost every church I, I preach at, the Holy Spirit moves and draws people to Christ, and they receive Christ. You know, there were so many hands that went up, and one of the, the people there, grandmother, said, my granddaughter, uh, she raised her hand to receive Christ, and she did not want to go to church. She doesn't like, you know, but she gave her life to Christ. And I just, I'm just so grateful for what God's done. Yes. And uh, that's, that's part of our, our, my, my heart. That's what God's put on my heart. Yeah. So I love to, to preach at churches. I love to preach the word. At, at, at church, churches, I don't mention Republican. I don't mention Democrat. Yeah. Uh, I'm not political. Yeah. I do apply the word to the challenges we're facing today because I believe that's what God wants us to do. Yes. That's the, the word is not a, a, a historical document to understand you know, uh, ancient times. The Word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, and it needs to be applied to the, the challenges of the day, and that's what I do, and along yeah. with the, uh, the gospel and evangelism. Did you know that PJI is the only legal defense nonprofit in America that serves state citizens by fighting state legislatures across the country to ensure unconstitutional or corrupt bills don't become unconstitutional or corrupt laws? That's right, for over 12 years, PJI's Center for Public Policy has generated success by standing firm in opposition to unconstitutional or immoral state bills, which makes it easier for our allies in the legislatures to kill these kinds of wrong-headed and even depraved pieces of legislation. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis, including our work through our Center for Public Policy, by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. And it, it doesn't need to be a mega church uh, where you're going to speak to thousands. No, it, it, you, you speak at any church that, that wants you to come and do this service. Yeah, I, uh, I once preached at a church. I think there were 31 people in the church. Yeah. And it was a little classic, you know, white chapel with steeple, you know, yeah, little yeah. church out in the middle of that's nowhere. Close. Long drive from my house, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Long drive. And people said to me, they said, why why'd you drive all that way to speak at such a tiny church? Yeah. You know, small church. And I said, there are three hands that were raised to receive Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
I would have driven 3,000 miles for that. Totally. Uh, you know, so, or actually probably would have taken an airplane <laughs> 3,000 exactly. miles away. But yeah. the point is, is that um, it's exciting when, when we respond to how God's lead, you know, leading us. Uh, not everyone is, is led to be an evangelist on Sunday mornings. That's right. But God has called all of us uh, to live for him and to manifest the gifts that he's given us. Mm-hmm. And uh, things like praying and interceding for others. Some people are prayer warriors. Yes. Uh, you know, others are, are into compassion ministries. Whatever it may be, God doesn't want us just sitting on the couch watching TV. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I remember a lady who uh, was like a, a grandma to me, and uh, she, was, you know, she was going blind. She actually went blind. She said, Brad, I, I might as well just die. There's nothing I can do for the Lord. I said, are you kidding? You can be a spiritual warrior, a warrior like never before. Mm-hmm. She goes, you're right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And her last time in life was the most intensive spiritual warfare that she engaged wow. in, in intercessory prayer. And then the Lord took her a few months later. Yeah, that's great. So um, it's important for us to, to all uh, to be sensitive to that. And of course, I, uh, I see God moving and I see um, people come to Christ. And it's a, it's a joy for me to guest preach at churches, no yeah. matter how big or small. Uh, any denomination, I'm not picky about denominations. That's right. Uh, you know, as long as they let me bring the Bible in with me, that's right. uh, we're fine. Yeah, and I think this underscores this, what animates you to defend religious liberty like you do, is that you have a love for the church, the people of Jesus Christ, and the lost world. And I, I, I really think that that's really a cool thing about PJI, is that we, we believe this stuff, and, and you in particular. Yeah, thank you. And we have other people on staff, like, for example, Michael. Uh, I know you've, uh, used to, you would lead in the past uh, you know, Wednesday night. Bible studies at the Calvary Chapel, mm-hmm. uh, Costa Mesa, and we have, uh, of course, Pastor Brian Mord out of our Palmdale office, yes. and he is uh, just a dynamic yeah. uh, speaker at churches, and we have others all across the country. Uh, so uh, anyway, it's important for us to be faithful with what God's given us, and in the end, put our trust and hope in him for the final results. Uh, YouTube has decided to kick a street preacher to the curb. Now, I know we at Pacific Justice, too, we've defended a lot of uh, ministers, pastors, people who are proclaiming the gospel, preaching the word of God in public places. Um, YouTube, really? They're, they have a problem with someone preaching the gospel. They, they, they actually permanently tur- tu- uh, turned them off, Yeah, uh, the street preacher off their, uh, their YouTube channel. Yeah, and, and this gentleman, uh, Rick uh, Pankowski, uh, he... He, he does prayer vigils. He, he prays for people. He's not afraid to take on controversial issues because mm-hmm. sometimes the Word of God is controversial in some circles. And uh, we've had that happen where we had to defend a street evangelist many times before. But he takes mm-hmm. on these issues, and he, uh, look, he wants to be a warrior for Jesus. And unfortunately, uh, because YouTube and other types of uh, uh, social media don't want the truth out, they will oftentimes shut down people. And here, that's what indeed happened with uh, uh, this uh, uh, rich uh, Pankowski. He's, he's preached on what the Bible says about, I guess, drag queen story hours. Um, he's had prayer vigils at abortion clinics. Um, also preached on the LGBTQ and indoctrination in public schools and mm-hmm. what does the Bible say. Once again, he, he goes back to the Bible. Yeah. He preaches the gospel, preaches the love 
and, uh, and, and grace and salvation through faith in Christ. The guy's not a, a hate monger at all. No, He's either. about the hope and, uh, that we have in Christ, but we can't just you know, whitewash sin because what need is there to receive a Savior and forgiveness if you don't address that we all have sin? That's right. I mean, that's, street preachers are often very bold in this regard because sometimes our pastors and churches uh, are very milk toast about sin. Yeah, and this is really, the Bible talks about the days when people will no longer want to hear the truth. Instead, they will heap upon themselves teachers that, that uh, tickle itching ears. And, and unfortunately, there's all too much of that in the church today. Uh, but uh, this gentleman uh, wants to be the, uh, you, a real voice, and he had a YouTube uh, tube, uh, platform, but... Um, as of right now, YouTube uh, throw, threw him off and wouldn't tell him why. But, but I think we know why. Uh, that's healthy for a, a society to have someone preaching the gospel, calling for repentance with the hope of, of faith and salvation through, uh, through Jesus Christ. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at PJI.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember... It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.